Trash South Street 2023. What's up? I don't know how this one's going to You don't know go. how the luck of the draw was. You seem, you seem less... What? I will say agitated <laughs> than you have the fine. last two. Fine, fine, I'm good. Yeah. Good, how are you? I'm good. Are Things are good. Stuff. It's good. Cool. Yeah. What so are you coming up to? Well, When's the last time we recorded? Day after Christmas, I think, That's which was fun. our best of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I'm Lucessa. And I'm Jamie Z. This is his <laughs> Trash South Street. Yes, Trustowski. What's yes. up, dude? So, hey. Hi. <laughs> uh, I've been all right. I've been good. Had some excitement earlier this week. Well, what was your excitement? So. What was exciting? So, as you get looking ahead from us in the exciting studios. Yes. You see, what do you see through that window? I see a window. And what do you see blocking? A drape. Besides the drape. Uh, blinds. <laughs> yes, blinds. Very good. Blinds. So, Yay. <laughs> those are new blinds I installed this very day. Wow. I installed on January 21st, 2023. Ooh. And the reason oh. I had to install new blinds Why? was a Monday around 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Out of a dead sleep, oh, fuck. I awoke... From a tremendous noise. And it was your blinds falling out. And it out. turns out it was my blinds falling out. The However, took it out. The at the like, time, I, I need w- some light in here. I would have been better off with a ghost. So <laughs> I woke up and I told you this, I think, and I kid you not, I thought a home invasion was occurring. Yeah, I remember you texting me. And my heart beat, I never had it beat faster than it has in its life. Mm-hmm. You wake so, up with a bone. So we were doing the, 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 the David Carradine. <laughs> Or the Michael Hutchinson. Yeah. Uh, no, I did not wake up with a bone, but I, I... I can only imagine. You probably screamed like a lady. No, I was silent. <laughs> and then when I got the courage to to step out... Mm-hmm. It was just that dude you were blowing earlier <laughs> left through no, the window. No, <laughs> it was a guy wearing a... Uh, he is wearing a teddy bear... Uh, a teddy bear mask and a Aww, tuxedo. That's, oh, that's cute. Were you into the furry stuff? No, it's like... Do you ever see The Shining? Yes, I've seen the. Shining. The end of the Shining. I don't remember. It's been a long. There's a time. very weird. So at the end of the Shining. Yeah. As they're going through the uh, Overlook, mm-hmm. and they're like looking in the different rooms, there is a guy wearing a, a bear mask in a tuxedo getting blown by another guy. Really, yes. I don't remember that, but oh, it's, it's been a, a minute, ah. a hot minute. And that's not very exciting, but that like it was a, it was shocking. And when I went out, yeah, I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I must have imagined it. I stayed awake for 72 hours. <laughs> d- d- no, but um, I basically laid in bed till four because yeah. you ain't getting to sleep with that much adrenaline. Mm-hmm. And when I went into my computer room, I finally, the mystery was solved. You're like, oh. Speaking of mysteries, well, we have to talk about Velma. Yes. Yeah. Damn, uh, it's a little, a little scary. A yeah. Little scary. I went to a 50th birthday party oh i know you did oh yes so it was my sister's 50th birthday party it was um my sister's birthday was january 6th i think it was like the seventh or eighth when i went mm-hmm. it was a it was fun yeah but also a total mess i had what did i say emotional i was like emotionally drained yeah 
um, Sunday. Oh. So it was fun, and we tr- tried like eight wines. And I'm not a wine drinker, yeah. and Jess was there. Mm-hmm. And I was in a weird mood anyway, and Jess came over and she's like, why are you just sitting by yourself? Mm-hmm. And I was like, because. I'm in a mood. <laughs> and um, so she's like, you're a weirdo. <laughs> so we sat down. And my sister was already pre-gaming. Like, I got yeah. there first. It was, like, uh, my sister's friend Gretchen that hosted the party, my mom and her. Um, and then, yeah, I was, like, antisocial on the couch just texting people. Yeah. Anyway, there was eight wines, which you should not be tasting eight wines, in my opinion. Are you supposed to, like, you're supposed to spit them in a bucket? No, you could drink it. They only no. give you a little bit, and then you can dump uh, it. All right. I'm not a big wine drinker, so mm-hmm. I was, like, okay. Like, I didn't get fucked up at all. Oh, like, I'll I, say, I feel like, as an aside, like, going back into the prehistory, the ancient, the, the long, long ago times. Yes. Anytime you, like, drank wine to excess, it was a Me? bad seat. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know better. But like, like, red yeah. wine, the last time I ever drank it was with Jess, and it was just bad. And, like, I don't mind white wine every now and then. It just mm-hmm. gets too sweet. I don't like the hangover. But anyway, so we started with, like, four whites, and then it was four reds. Mm-hmm. So by wine three, my sister's like, <laughs> like fucking cracking up. Yeah. Like she's fucking grabbing my drink and drinking it. Like oh. she is just fucked up. Okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, hee you know, like yeah. me and Jess were like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. At one point in time, my sister, I mean, I don't remember if we were, I think we were done. And like at one point, <laughs> like it was like the last wine. My sister's just repeating everything. She's just like, he said duty. <laughs> like, right. she's just so fucked up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, dude, have some water. And then, she like, loses her shit. And right. starts fucking crying, because my dad died. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I miss daddy. Like, losing mm-hmm. her shit. Okay? Yeah. So, another lady's talking to me, and ha- it does not break conversation while my sister's like, losing her shit Yeah, alright. And... Gretchen's like, get your mom. Uh-huh. And I was like, I will in a minute. She's over there. And my mom's kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this... And I'm kind of like, eh, as well. So my sister's crying. I'm like, dude, um, do you want some water? <laughs> oh, this is... <laughs> Which is just terrible. I'm so, yeah. so terrible person. And then I'm like, dude, it's cool. She's like, oh, people don't think I'm so stupid. I'm like, dude, you broke down. Who cares? Like, it's whatever. And then, uh, then yeah. my sister starts like kind of making fun of me. She's all like, oh, let's let's talk about mom. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, mom used to put us in a bathtub and when you were little and you used to pee and the pee would just come over. It was so fucking disgusting. The pee. And just like, and to the point, Jess was like, will you stop making fun of Jamie? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, and then I was like, let's talk. And I kind of like went off. Uh-huh. And then, but everyone thought I was kidding, I think. Yeah. I was like, you want to talk about fucked up? And why can't normal relationships? <laughs> and I just kind of went off. And they were like, hee, hee, hee. They think I'm being funny. Right. I, at one point in time, my mom was like, oh, Raquel's my smart one. To the point, Jess's jaw dropped. Yeah. And she was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I, I talked to her and she's like, wow, they really, really rail on you. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, I had fun. But it was, she's like, I felt like I had an emotional drainage. Yeah. Well. Altogether, it, so I went over and talked to my mom today, who gave me this cool hat. I guess yeah. it was my dad's hat. But um, yeah. my mom was like, oh my god, that was so much fun. I was like, oh my god, were we at the same fucking party? It's, like, uh, <laughs> I guess Elton John said it best when he sang, oh can you feel the love tonight? I seriously, like, the next morning I was like, like, uh, you can't see that. Uh, my mouth open. Yeah, she's I like, felt yeah. like like it was just like every emotion was drained out of my yeah. body. Yeah. So, that was fun. Yeah? That was fun. Um, other than that, 
just working, mm -hmm. chilling. Yeah. Living, loving life. Yeah, I can tell. I've been fine. I've been okay. Yeah. Up and See, down. See, believe that's what you said that just now, and that was like scary. Why? I'm not. No, that was scary too. I'm not manic. All right. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm fine. Everything is fine. Did you work to get the, the Regal 24 closed so they'll never find out? You saw a movie by yourself that one time? Yeah. So the Regal and Oaks is closing down? Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me, but like I loved it. So like I, I know you don't you didn't go as much. I would go I, all the time. I used to go... Remember when we saw those people smoking? Remember when we... Yeah. I used to go... All, so when I lived down there, I used to go yeah. all the time. Well, I used to go... Um, I liked their late show. Yeah. So if it was like 10.30, I would like put back to bed and go. To, and go and I would sit all the way yeah. in the back. And, like, I would hear chomping, and it would be, like, fucking rats under my feet, for oh. real, that I had to put my feet up because I was a little scared. Yeah. But I didn't want anyone behind me because I was afraid I'd, get, afraid I'd get murdered. All right. And I could touch myself. <laughs> uh. Just kidding. I would not do that in public. Meaning put her feet up because... Yes, put my feet up. <laughs> um. Oh, they were up all right. Uh. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it's sad because I used to like to go to that theater a lot. I mean, I guess 24 screen probably too big i think so too and like at their height even half the movies would be bollywood movies which yeah, i guess which they're is smart yeah then. it's probably an audience for that and they can make that much money but i felt like especially like like during the pandemic yeah that killed them they just couldn't but i think it's like it's like a national thing like yeah Google it's just theaters cinema markets yeah because i said i they don't do late shows anymore the latest show is like seven thirty. yeah so like i don't I don't really go at 7.30. Well, I used to go, because I was very, the early, they used to have early shows, like 10 a.m. shows. Mm -hmm. I used to do that for years, usually. And when they started getting rid of those shows, I started to ease off my movie going just because, like, you go, like, at noon, and it, like, just eats. And your whole day out. I mean, especially when, once I hit a point where I started hiking regularly. Yeah, yeah. That became a thing. Um, it's sad though, but even though I'm not yeah, bum me out. close, you know, it's like, but like, now I can go to the colonial and see pretty much the same cause they run movies. Yeah. It's the other thing. The colonial is just like, fuck it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a bummer. Where did we, where did we see 13 where we were like fucking high-fiving? Uh, there was, no, there's King of Prussia. Cause we used to go to King of Prussia a lot. And so I have the most memories I think of King of Prussia. Cause I remember, remember when I was like really fucking drunk and we went and saw Ring 2 and I was like, fucking deer, the fucking yeah. deer scene. I was yeah. like, this is fucking dumb. And I was just getting irrationally angry. Yes. Yeah. Good old beaver teeth. <laughs> I was like, what the um, fuck? I was thinking about 13 because. Rachel Evan Woods. No, not even that. Not even that. Not, not Diablo Cody. I fell really hard back into um, the album Exile and Guyville. Yes. Okay. Liz Fair, amazing album. Mm -hmm. Liz From, Fair and her devil. Stare. Yeah, her her demon eyes. She fucking put a spell on us. She did. She did. But I don't know what the spell was. I think it was like to use the bathroom. I think, yeah, <laughs> that's all she needed. Yeah. Well, we know it doesn't work out too good when people go to the bathroom around Liz Fair, according to that book. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know what got me back into that. I think Six Foot One came up Such a good song. as a thing, and then I just went into this whole whatever, and I actually bought it on vinyl. Did you really? Yeah. I bought it on the digital. The I did years ago, and... After I read the book, I was like, I have to go back and... I loved that album when I was um, in high school. I mean, I have... Not all. I have, like, because uh, I have Exile Guyville, White Chocolate Space Egg, Whip Smart. 
I have Whip the... Smart's the last one I bought. I have the one she did after that that everyone mm-hmm. really was like, fuck you, Liz Fair. Liz Fair, fuck you. Shut up. Yeah, things. When by everybody, I think it was Pitchfork. Pitchfork. And I think she does name check them in her book. Anyway. Yeah. Movie theaters. Yeah. Of course, it's all... It's AMC country up here. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Meaning... The the one one of two theaters is AMC, and the other one is a former United Artists. Is it? And then it's like the GCs, the um, the shit in Plymouth meeting. Oh my god! What? Nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Nah, it's it's nothing major at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. All right. <laughs> um. So you want to talk about some music? Yeah, let's talk about some music. We'll talk about some tunes some stuff? some some tunes you want to go first or you want me to go first? yeah let me go first okay we have a lot of stuff to talk about i know man so this first band very difficult to talk about so this is hoplite okay now if you search on Bandcamp, you can find it under mm-hmm. hoplite all the letters all the writing for this band mean that the name of the album which translates to i lied Okay. All of it is in Greek. Is it, is it Greek? Are they from China or something? So, he, it's one person who is from China. So that's okay. the other thing. Okay. I tried to find out, but all the lettering, that's all Greek. Okay. Well, so I, I didn't Google, know what that was. It was. Like, is it Farsi? I'm like, I honestly... I, I use know. Google Translate. And mm. That's the only reason I know, because it recognized the, the, the thinking machines. Mm, the goggle. The chat, the chat GMPs or whatever the fuck it is. Um, that's got everyone mad recognized it and i did some deep diving and there's some some people think that even the fact like that the guy's really not from china but are people like it's bullshit but what is not bullshit is this album is pretty fucking good it's um pretty crazy very Pre- black metal yeah hoplite is a one-man black metal band out of china and black metal it is and black metal it is it's very <laughs> black metal little bit of everything so from from the description so i translated okay there's a you know how there's it'll be like band camp and then after all the titles there'll be some sort of yeah. blurb that 50 percent of the time is incredibly pretentious yeah and other times informative mm-hmm. i would say this is neither oh really so the image of the woman is alimi now to back up there, the cover is of a woman in robes. Yes. Of the album. Alimi means like destruction or something like that. They're the destroyer. To those who are here, it is. But I am Onar. Oh, no. May she bind me, but I have no blood of mine to be seen. Those who are already sedated, show me quietly so that I may feel like I am in the sea, seeing death as my future. Mm-hmm. I am her servant, but remember that in my country and in yours... It is not a thing that remains. We must kiss the unlawful and fight the unjust. Where is justice, you ask? I didn't see. He is unknown, but we fall down. Hamazes. What is that? That's, it's a weird <laughs> translation. Struggling and falling. Go away. What kind of baby are you dying for? What? <laughs> At what point are you sitting? Mm. To what people? So that is... Um, okay. That's like a little intense. So I don't know. If the, it's actually the lyrics to one of the songs too, oh, okay. but I don't know. Song one translates to Demeter or I assume Demeter. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, it starts like in media res. It's like you're hearing the middle of the song and it crescendos before it stops to evoke this single voice. And then these drums just tear shit up. And honestly, like, the, what can I say about this album? No, like, I under, like, yeah. I liked it. I was like, holy shit. But it's like, uh, you you cannot yeah. really, like, go yeah. into it's, detail. It's black metal. Song. It's, like, heavy. It's mathy at times. It's very, <laughs> very proggy. It, it's ominous. It's a bit grating. It's evocative. It's mind obliterating. And it's, like, almost atonal. And I, I fucking love it. I love it. How much do you love if it? If I had to choose, I'm going to mm. marry it. Oh, my God. Kill, fuck, marry. Uh, With this band... Um, David Bowie. Oh, Dio. <laughs> Fuck, that's tough. Decisions. Uh, I probably killed Dio. He's, he's, okay. he's not the most attractive. Who's gonna fuck? I know. This David song. Bowie. <laughs> We're gonna marry David Bowie for his money. Mm, he's dead. And he can't he say to me, David Bowie. <laughs> sing that song. Now sing it again. Sing it right. <laughs> sing it right. Oh, anyway. That's my way of saying, my, if I had to choose a song, yes. it would be the fourth song on the album, The Tears Lie. Okay. And that went over eight minutes long. Mm. It's very interesting listen, very good, but like I said, it's very hard, for all those reasons and more, it's just very hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I've looked at like some other reviews and everyone's having kind of the same difficulty talking about it, but it's great. Uh, came out January 1st. Oh, so. Fuck. So, 2023 ah. release. I don't have any 2023 releases. Oh, I had to hunt. I only have one, and it's mm. this. No, yeah. that was good. It was a good... Um, yes. A good review. Yes. Mm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll go next. Yes. Wipes, Making Friends. This came out in November of mm-hmm. last year. November 4th, exactly. Ah. Off of Hex Records. They're out of Allentown slash Bethlehem, which doesn't surprise me. They have that weird... They have that sound, like pissed piss jeans and shit, in yeah. my opinion. And they say they had influences through Nirvana, Pixies, and Drug Church. Oh. And they're like a sludgy, grungy, noise alt band, uh-huh. in my opinion. And I fucking love them. The more yeah, I listen really to good, them, yeah. they're really good. So the first song is Discarded, and it pretty much sets off the record, obviously. Because mm-hmm. it's the first song. It's this fuzzy, tuned-down noise grunge. Um, and you're like, okay, this is what I'm in mm-hmm. for. The second song, Parasite, has this creepy vibe. He has this lyric, getting to know your nervous system. Like, I don't yeah. know if that, like, if for some reason it was just fucking weird. Favorite song on the album is Frogger. It's a yeah. slower, plotting, almost like reminiscent of Alice in Chains. Grungy song. I love the bass line. It's like this, it's just slinky and just doody. Yeah. And Sick Party is like a dirty, lo-fi punk song, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Narrows. Um, I'm just highlighting some of the, the songs yeah. I thought were pretty fucking cool. Got some groove to it with the guitars. It's this doom and gloom feel. Mm-hmm. Summer. This is where I started feeling like it was getting a lot more layered musically. Yeah. Like these guitar, guitars and drums like playing off each other. It's just really cool. As I said, it's like a layer of instruments. Like each time you listen to it, you're like, oh shit, I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, but really cool. You'll have like tuned up and tuned down shit. And then Scavenger Hunt's the last song. And really fucking cool. It's very trance-like. It's a lot going on. As I said, like instrumentally layered but all together, I think this album's, like, fantastic. I yeah. really liked it. My only complaint is towards the end, like, other than Scavenger Hunt, there's, like, maybe two, three songs that kind of I tuned out. And mm-hmm. it was more, like, trance. Not that it was bad. I just wasn't paying attention as much. Mm-hmm. But, all, as I said, all together, I thought this was fucking rad as shit. So, I think when I searched for it, I only listened to a single. Really? Alive. 
I don't know what that is. Oh, hopefully he did listen to like <laughs> I don't a think completely he did. different band. You probably did, because um, this band was also, it's, um, you ever hear of Tile? Yeah. They're like a, a noise band. It's pretty much Tile without like, I think the lead singer, and just the, the guy that produced them end up being in this band, but mm-hmm. it's fucking really good. Right. It's on Bandcamp. I fucking sent you the link. I did, but I... Nerd. I, it's hard. Always. This is what I listen to. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Not so crazy, am I? Oh. Well, I really like this song. It was, I have notes. Not a lot of notes because I only, one song. Always, I liked it. It's very reminiscent, I would say, of the band I'm about to talk to. Okay. Now. And that would be mm-hmm. Pleasure Venom. Pleasure Venom. I was listening to it at work and yeah. people were like, what the fuck are you listening to? Uh, all right. I was like, I'm, shut the fuck so, up, motherfucker. Pleasure Venom is a very eclectic, somewhat hard to classify, alti-arty noise rock band out of Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. The lead singer, Audrey Camp- Campbell, yes. is African-American. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. And they opened for Garbage on part of the 20 oh, Years Paranoid Tour. I Not the one we saw, because I actually looked. No, I We forget. saw like Ritual of... No, it sucked. We, we had a shitty opener. We had a shitty Gar- opener. Garbage usually has a decent opener. Well, I looked Did at... Did we s- see the 1975 or something? It might have been, yeah. One of the times? I, I don't look. remember. But looking at the other bands who like the, opened the, on that the tour... Detroit Cobras opened for them one time? Again, like I looked at the other bands that opened on that tour. It's yeah. all people I liked. Mm. And if I had seen Pleasure Venom, I would have loved Pleasure Venom. Crimson Pleasure. That's, yeah, that's, well, give me one second just to get through this and I'll talk about that because I have a whole... A spiel. Pleasure Venom, sort of beloved by Bikini Kill, who shouted, Kathleen Hanna, Kathleen Hanna shouted her mouth, a garbage, obviously, OCs, Ringo, Death Star, a giant dog against me, and several other bands, they, like, opened, were opening acts for all those. Now, what I don't like, what I don't like... What don't you like? The name. Pleasure Venom? (laughs) I yes, I so, was like, "What is this?" So, anything with pleasure is just kind of. Weird. I'd see. I thank you. I don't like the word pleasure. Yeah. So, just to give you an example, this is what it is. So, unless it's self pleasure. So, <laughs> check it should this be our out. new man, self pleasure. So, it's just gross. I hate the word pleasure. Uh, David Sedaris. You, do you read anything? No. If you want David Sedaris, you know David Sedaris. Yeah. yeah. He uses the word pleasures a lot, and I don't pleasure. like it. He'll be like, "My father was a man who denied himself no pleasures." It'll be talking about how he'll, like, eat candy or something like that. There's another word you hate, too. Well, moist. We had an episode called Moist Buns Akimbo. Oh, you don't like buns. Buns? <laughs> I don't like that, so... That should be... We should have... Or, okay, we're going to have a band. It's going to yeah. be a new wave band. Uh-huh. And it's going to be self-pleasure. And the single's going to be buns. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Uh, if you look at between my legs now, I look like a little bum because my weenus has gone right into my body, <laughs> leaving my little yarbles out. Buns. So, pleasure venom. Buns of. Now I want you to listen, listen with your ears, Jamie. I'm listening with my. But ears. listen. Not with my vagina. It's but listen cool. with your heart. Cool. Okay. Listen with your heart. So this is what I think of. Here's pleasure venom. This is what I kept okay. thinking of. The thought that came when I heard this band. Mm-hmm. This takes place in like Mad Men times in the sixties. Okay. It's like an office, mm-hmm. and a new employee shows up. Mm-hmm. And the new employee, for the sake of argument, for the sake of the story, is former president Millard Fillmore. Okay. And it's his first day of work, and he's the he's the the ingenue of the moment, and he's invited into his boss's office. Why Millard? Fillmore? And his boss because it's sexy. 
No, it isn't. It is. You don't understand sex. Again, <laughs> listen with your heart. I, I'm, I'm and turned off by Millard so Fillmore. Millard, well, it's going to get worse. Um, so Millard Fillmore gets invited to his boss's office. Okay. And his boss is famous Pokemon Pikachu. Okay. okay. And Pikachu bends Millard Fillmore over the desk. Oh, my fucking God. And goes, pulls down his pants and goes, Pikachu! <laughs> which means... I'm about to fill you with my pleasure venom. Now, see, now that is the grossest thing in the world. It's now, and that's oh literally when I was trying to figure out what pleasure, pleasure venom might be. That the story kind of just worked itself oh, out. Oh gosh, so that's good. That's good. That's so comedy gold. So there. the name. So don't like the name, but I like everything else. Okay, I like the first song a lot. It's probably my oh. favorite song on the album. Uh, the opening song. Um, Behind the other eyes. Yes. It has this like shimmery guitar, and Audrey's going ha 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 ha, and it has ha, this ha. very that sort of cuckoo cuckoo. All right, Miss Silly Billy. Yes. Cuckoo choo, Pikachu, Pikachu, pleasure venom. Say that to your lover. Lover is another word I don't like. Lover. Lover. Do you like the lover sketch from SNL? Lover. I don't remember. Like, me and my lover, we like to rub butter on our bodies. And she would, it is so sad. And they're supposed to be like middle-aged college professors who are like kind oh, of like so lefty. And, anyway. <laughs> Crimson, Crimson Pleasure Venom would be your Oh my God. Maybe we should take a moment to talk about Crimson Pleasure. Um, so basically. Do we, do we really need to talk about Yeah, it? so basically there's this nerd clique. Yes. Around the comic store. And we'll say Crimson Pleasure. And it wasn't like a nerd, like a cute nerd click. It was like a straight up fucking. It's what nerds were like rejected. in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the dregs of society. Yes. And, yes. And, the, and Crimson Pleasure was sort of the token female that who they just, all wanted to fuck. Who just was just a cum dumpster. When a cum down. dumpster. She had, <laughs> she had this rare disease. I'm not going to say the name, but it, the initials are PP. And just think Vienna Sausages. <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore because it's getting really gross here, but that's it's super inside baseball. Oh, and then I had to hear about my manager having sex with her, and it was fucking gross. Why do people tell me everything? Do I have this face like, let's confide in me not with and that tell hat. you... I'll say, Jamie, not with that hat. <laughs> How about now? She said yes. How about now? Yes. Okay. They're like, oh. uh, Jamie is wearing this... Um, Mark said I look like fucking um, Cousin Eddie from fucking Christmas Yes. Vacation. I was trying to think. It's like a Bob and Doug uh, McKenzie hat. I think hat. I look pretty hot. It's, it's like a it's hat fucking, with like ear flaps. It's fucking like... It works. It works. <laughs> what if I was naked just with this? Like, it would work, right? Then you'd never be allowed over here again. <laughs> be, Nobody is home. <laughs> um, Which, anyway, finish your... Uh, Pleasure venom. That sounds so gross. You see, <laughs> you're gonna think it next time. Ew, ew. You know, uh, <laughs> maple syrup. You think it's, it is it not is good for, for you? So in a way, that's pleasure venom. You think it's like a, a pseudonym for semen? It, either that or heroin. Oh, that's a good one. But too. semen, I like to think semen because it's grosser. I know. I'm gonna put pleasure venom all over your fucking. Piss. <laughs> see, now I'm gonna say <laughs> we probably talked ten minutes about pleasure venom. Okay, let's talk about the band. Let's get All right, but real, when this, Pleasure Venom is the kind of name a really bad band would give themselves. One that's a parody band in a TV show. We're just like a sleazy cum rock band. Like, yeah. We're Pleasure Venom. Ooh, Pleasure Venom. This is called Revenge of the Cocks. Uh, 
I listened to a Lily Allen song I had never heard before. That's kind of a country What's song. That? I can't remember what it's called, but she talks she's about my cousin, cousin Lily Allen. Yeah. Uh, she's in love with a guy, and he's the greatest guy except when they go to bed. And yes, it's off the second album. I yeah, think. yeah. This where she has a line something like, "You make me lay in the wet spot," and like, "I gave you." <laughs> Yeah. It's like I gave you a head, head for 13 yep. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I never song. heard before. It's a good, that album's good. I like when she's, um, I forget the, there's that Fuck You song on there. It's really yeah. good. Fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I have that album too. Yeah, it's a good song. Anyway. Pleasure Venom. Pleasure Venom. And Severed Ties, the second song on the album. Yes. Uh, reminds me a bit of Pretty Girls Make Graves. Uh, yeah, I could, uh, I think, uh, you know what, they kind of remind me a little bit, a lot of that. Now, yeah. Now that you say that. Now. I couldn't, pl- I couldn't Yeah, I couldn't it. at first. Now, it's very. The take-home lesson of this band is, like I said, hard to classify, but a lot of 90s inspiration with a lot of 80s hard rock guitar riffs. Okay, that makes sense. Like Flirt, with a very punk sensibility that, mainly in the lyrics and the vocals, which becomes, I feel like, more prominent as you listen more and go deeper into the album. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Sever Ties... The, at the beginning of that song, the drums almost seem to spit at you. Yeah, like pleasure venom. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> and it has this like very 80s squealy breakdown. Peril, grunge, heavy, swanky, straight up sexy at certain mm. times. Wow. Feeling, making my pleasure venom shoot into my my pants. <laughs> I pleasure venom my pl- myself. My pleasure venom. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I'm throwing you off your game. They throw everyone off their game. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you need it's the best. Fill me with your pleasure, man. It might be the best pickup line ever. <laughs> I feel like if if we were to call this oh this podcast "Fill Me With Your Pleasure, man," it would get like flagged, <laughs> flagged. instantly. Uh-oh. Oh god. Pardon sort of kicks and slams. I like the way the guitar slides around Audrey's screamy vocals. Sucker is riff heavy, eviscerating. At this point in the album, it's pretty far in the album because I skipped over a couple songs, I felt like I could not catch my breath. Which sort of goes to my my main criticism of this album is it is so relentless. Mm-hmm. The address, it's like you can't, you need to slow down and take it in. And you, you almost never get that chance. Yes. Uh, we get what you deserve is much more metal, uh, much more punk, much more noise, much more everything. Yes. It's like the spoken word one in the beginning. Bemused Waltz. Okay. Confusing the way I mean I like the song it might be my favorite song of the album okay but it causes Good your song. head to spin the opening is very unsettling midway through it brought a very odd association out of the blue okay Saint Anger the Metallica yeah so if you listen huh. to the song Saint Anger and the more instrumental stuff uh-huh. sounds a lot like this album interesting which is weird and I don't remember because I was never a big fan of that album Me never a big Metallica fan um I liked. Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning. Uh, I actually like the Black Album. A lot of people hate. My hot take on Metallica is overrated, though. They're I lo- good. They I like good. Metallica up to the moment where James Hetfield sings. <laughs> He's, he does a cover. There's a live version of him singing "Happy When It Rains." Really? Yeah. Lose it is the final song of the album. Mm-hmm. The the bass. In the beginning, it's all it's like a very I call it a heroin bass because it's very slow and deliberate. This song, very bikini kill, like a heavy bikini kill song. I can see that. Like is she a slow attack? See it. I think this this is their like first full length, but I think they have like six EPs out or something like that. Okay. They work at a sperm bank in Austin, where they just collect the pleasure of it. <laughs>
Jamie, tell me of Manuela Iwanson. Iwanson. Dark Tracks. Yes. This came out November 25th, like right around Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. She's out of Stockholm, Sweden. Yes. This is her debut album. She was, um, did you ever hear the band Terrible Feelings? She was like in that, I believe, what I read. I don't hear it, but I did when I was like looking up. Because yeah. I, I'll make my comments on her. Answer. So she's kind of dark wave, new wave, like post-punk, gothy, and she's pretty fucking amazing. So, so to go back to what my first thought, after yeah. I heard this album the first time, mm-hmm. I was legitimately surprised that she, this is her debut album, yeah. and she's not someone who was actually around in like the 80s, and yeah. this is like her newest album. There's a bunch of collaborations Bria Salaman or Salmenda, mm-hmm. she I guess she was like uh, did something with Orville. Pat. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Jack Ladd, um, Hendrik Palm, and then Elijah, Elijah, sorry, or El, whatever mm-hmm. from uh, Viagra Boys. Oh yeah. So anyway, I fucking love this album. Yeah, I like I it too. Yeah. Can't stop listening to it. Strangers on a Train, love it. It's like this dark gothy synth punk that's catchy as fuck. I yeah. was like, ooh, perk my ears, uh, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Wishing well. Feel free to because my I kind yeah. of wrote this when I was drunk, so it's not the best. Uh, this one I did. Wishing well reminds me of like eighties MTV new wave feel. Slower pace, synth in all the right so, spots. Really fucking cool. Wishing well sounds like it'd be straight out of a very early eighties soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Which I've been watching a lot of. I mean, a lot of seventies movies lately, but I watch like a lot of early eighties movies lately, and yeah, this is like yeah, it's like really fucking be, good. yeah, really good. Uh, Pieces of you. She. It's a collaboration with Bria and it's like this savvy suave sexy song yeah. like there's just something sexy about it mm-hmm. it's like pleasure that in, in your mouth <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wow. and then the mover the shaker the motherfucking best song on this motherfucking album in my opinion my favorite song in the album so so good so great catchy um, so catchy simple rad love the lyrics awesome bouncy guitars love her voice like I can't stop listening yeah Boys of Summer is great Boys of Summer like it's just so fucking good loving is easy it actually starts off with like a holiday in the summer which, and then it just like busted yeah I said loving is easy is a very it's, it's a very 80s montage song yes I think the point was like we dream, like, we the fact that she mentioned smoking cigarettes, which yeah, I, I feel know. like you never hear in songs anymore. Exactly. I was like, ooh, is there some car alarm going on? I don't. Th- I'm gonna check my car alarm. Okay. Oh, nope. Never mind. Someone they stole it. Yay! Yeah, yay! Into the Sun is uh, like a cool duet with Jack Ladder. I like it's just a cool mm-hmm. collaboration. They like, bounce off each other mm-hmm. really well. And then my second favorite song is Leather. Yeah, oh, Leather. I love great. my leather. Like, it's yeah. such a slinky, like, cool new wave song. It's, like, fucking cheesy as hell, but I love it. It's just so fun. It's like a Joan Jetty song. Yeah. Yeah, I yes. really liked it a lot. Yeah. But anyway, amazing album. Love it. I can't believe this is her debut, as you said. Yeah. Um, fucking good shit. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Um, definitely check it out. Like, Boys of Summer, I could listen to all day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. on repeat. Mm-hmm. So good. So I got a couple of, really liked it. So I got a couple of music notes. Okay. Madonna, I guess, is going on tour. Yeah. I, like, I saw uh, the announcement. I was like, I was like, okay, the Covenant. <laughs> I'm serious. I know. She does not. She I was just like, oh, didn't. Madonna. Ugh. So like, I, like, Madonna was like a fucking idol of mine growing up. Like, yeah. I loved her. Mm. What, me and Jess saw her like 10 plus years ago on one of the um, concerts, tours yeah. that she did. And it was like, 
like, I'm not fucking judging anybody's, like, sexuality or what to do when they're older. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. But it just felt, like, forced and, like, not sexy. Was there something with perfume or something? Oh, I don't she, like she, she was piping did. perfume through it. or I don't yeah, know. I don't anyway, know. go ahead. But I do remember when you guys went. Yes. She did a tournament where she's playing What's Truth or Dare. What's the pleasure fan called again? What? Venom. Pleasure, pleasure Venom. Venom. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> All right, good. You're going to, if you ever, you'll see your son watching like Pokemon and you'll turn it off and you'll just smack him in the face. Like, I don't want you watching that. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, the Madonna announcement was actually really cheap. It was... She was playing Truth or Dare with Amy Schumer and Jack Black and all that. And I guess at the end they dare her to go on tour. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, lighter news. Uh, Boy Genius. Yeah, I saw that. Which, good for them, seemed to blow up the internet with the announcement that they're putting out a new album. Yeah, I never got into him, but I well, I never listened to him really. $20 bill or $20. Excuse me. Maybe it's $20. Like the single they released I like a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Phoebe Bridges. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened too much to Lucy Dacus. Okay. Who opened for Garbage on the 20 Years Tour at one point. And, of course, uh, Julian Baker. I yeah. like a lot. I guess the misfortune of announcing that the same day that David Crosby died. Yeah. Do you hear Julian Sands is missing? Yeah. So, yeah, Julian Sands. Like, so, I posted... Um, you remember, you remember the movie Warlock? Yes. I love that movie. So, I, I was... posted it on Mark's Facebook page. Because yeah. we used to love talking about yeah it. i so like warlock a lot so good i was trying to explain when i saw that news like it's very hard to explain who julian sands is I was especially like, if they you have not seen warlock because i'm like you know the guy from warlock and everyone's like huh i was like oh this is gonna be rough and then he I'm like, did phantom of the opera with asia argento he did phantom of the opera he's in naked lunch mm-hmm. he is in leaving las vegas i never saw all of leaving las vegas elizabeth shoes pimp okay Oh, he, Warlock is my favorite. Warlock. Well, that's like his big thing, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, he's yeah, you're right. He's missing, yeah. and they found his car though. Yeah. He's dead. But they have a lot. Of, they have bad weather. Yeah, they probably fucking died. Sad. Uh, yeah. Sad. You know what isn't sad? What? Screaming females have an album coming out. Desire Pathway, oh. February seventeenth. Uh, listen to the single Brass Bell. Uh, a lot of noise, uh, distortion heavy. I dug it. We'll see how the album comes out. The Warriors. Remember the Warriors? I do. Album coming out April 7th. Pollen in the Air. And the one I'm most excited for. Mm. uh, Shanna Cleveland. Yes. Second solo album uh, coming out, I think in March. Uh, The single, which is Manzanita. Manzanita. Uh, Reminds me a lot of that last Lelouz album. Cool. And Lelouz is also putting out an album. Nice. So that is all the music news. Um, did it, you hear the new Molly Cyrus flowers? No. It's supposed to be like think uh, like a fuck you to Hemsworth. No. But um, it's good. It's supposed to be oh. catchy, real mm-hmm. catchy. Like it. Mm-hmm. So, let, you want me to get my book report? Or we want to give talk your a book more? report. So I read a book. Yes. For a young adult reader. Hey, it's still reading. It's not, still not, adult. Not fun. I'm a young at heart adult. Yes. So this is... With your pleasure, Venom. <laughs> the opposite of pleasure, Venom. Um, this is a Sweet Blood by Pete Houtman. Yeah, it was my book that I read, and then Lou read it, and then I found it. And this is from, like, 2004. It's like a, a hot goth, a hot young adult goth. So... Sex she, Now, she's not a goth. 
She will tell you. She'll say... She's goth in that picture right there. She's clearly goth throughout the novel. She looks like a young but she, lunch. But she protests yeah, that she is not goth yeah. multiple times. The cover does not do this book any favors. It is a very... This kind of pouty goth girl wearing fishnets. It really looks like a shitty... Well, I guess it is kind of a shitty novel. But it's a, <laughs> Actually, it says here from Publishers Weekly, it's a tantalizing read. Yes, it is a tantalizing And this is by Peter Houtman, who I went and looked to see if he had done anything else. Yeah. He's written a lot of shit. He actually won a Newbery oh, really? Award for a book called Godless, oh. which I might read. It's about a group of kids who decide to start worshipping the water tower in their okay. small town. Cool, cool, cool. But we're not here to talk about that. I think you're at one blood. about mice people and shit. Okay, let's talk about sweet blood. Sweet blood. Okay. I like how you put on your glasses. I had to put on... Put on my glasses. Let's put Lucy on Schlabo. Zlabo. I'm sure... Schlabo. I'm sure Zlabo means something because there's all these fucking uh, little Dracula references. Mm. Puppet throughout like... Like, there's this one play, The Carfax, and yeah. her doctor is Dr. Acula. He's not, but that'd be so <laughs> funny if it was. I I, I, I laughed out loud when I heard that. Yeah. Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula. <laughs> and they live in Bloodville. <laughs> so Lucy is a 16-year-old, um, not a goth in quotes. Okay. And she is a type 1 diabetic. First chapter of this book, she talks about how when she was 6 years old... She found a dying bat, mm. and she had to go to the hospital and get rabies shots. And three months later, she became diabetic, and this started her theory Fuck. on vampirism. Fuck. So Lucy's theory okay. is... Oh, and it's Lucy, of course. Lucy, Yeah, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. And her her mom is Abraham Eno Helsing, <laughs> and her father is... Um, Ren... Renfieldian. I don't know. I can't think. They they have bugs for dinner one night. No. She's a diabetic and she has this, she develops this sort of theory that diabetes is actually vampirism. And she, she has, she writes an essay early on about like this person is undergoing diabetic things and this happens and they think she, he's a vampire and blah, blah, blah. And she gets in trouble Mm -hmm. because she's a handful in school. Okay. And on the side, because she's become enamored of this vampire culture and at least half convinced that she is a vampire, a vampire she definitely calls herself one of the undead because she almost died. Yeah. Um, she's going into vampire chat rooms. And her handle is a Sweet Blood. Now, this is written in 2004. It's really fucking weird, it, like with hindsight, in yeah. a, that this takes place in a pre-social media world. Yeah. And one of the people in the chat rooms, the person who she thinks is the real deal is Drac. And Drac is the one who talks to her about the realities of being a vampire and how he keeps pot-bellied pigs. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's sort of about her trying to find her way in the world yeah. and she has to go to counseling because she wrote this essay. And she meets a dangerous boy. Mm, dangerous. Uh, Johnny Nosferatu. <laughs> he gives her a chrysalis. Mm, mm. So. Beautiful. So what I did realize is I had forgotten a lot about this book. Me too. It's a lot creepier than I thought. Really? Draco is Wayne. Okay. So Bruce Wayne, who is kind of a vampire, he dresses like a bat. Yes. 
It's more or less like fucking social predating. Like oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So he's a it's like how he's, to catch a predator. He's a middle aged adult who lurks in chat rooms, yeah. and he his apartment is at the Carfax. Yeah, yeah. And he has like parties all the time. Doesn't she go to the parties and like? She does. So yeah. she gets invited to the party by Dylan Nosferatu, <laughs> who gives her the the button. The button. <laughs> like I was waiting. That's like one step away from it. He Sorry. gives her so get this, he gives her the chrysalis, which turns into mother. Mm-hmm. What comes out is so Wayne is Drac, okay. and Wayne figures out that Lucy is sweet blood from Ooh. contextual clues. Fuck. Um, Wayne, who supplies alcohol to mm-hmm. minors, mm-hmm. and is known well enough that the local tattoo artist Aunt Annie. Who is like, she's like a former biker and shit. Annie, I can't think of anything. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. I'm out of vampire things. Yeah. Annie, layer the white worm. <laughs> no. She calls him weirdo asshole cradle robbing Wayne. Yeah, I remember. Wayne sends Dylan to give Lucy the chrysalis to lure her to Wayne. And at one point he does, like, she goes to the party on Halloween. They have normal Halloween. Yeah. So everyone dresses as a normie. Norm. Oh. And Wayne dresses as a vampire because he normally doesn't dress as a vampire. He therapy. And <laughs> he kind of seduces her. He tries to seduce her. Like, he puts his hand on her, like, leg. Vagina. Oh, <laughs> no. And he shoots his pleasure venom all over his, like, pants. <laughs> this combination of her... Falling into this goth lifestyle, mm. one might say. Mm, okay. <laughs> when Lucy becomes involved with Draco, a self-proclaimed real vampire, she meets in the Transylvanian internet transfer room, chat room, her world begins crashing down around her. Caught up in late night parties and goth culture, Ooh. she begins to lose control of her grades, relationships, and health. Oh Lucy realizes she needs to make some important choices in fashion. Mm. She doesn't really realize that at all. Yeah. So they say important choices in fashion. In facts. Oh, in facts. <laughs> I was like, really? That's in fashion. fashion. Really? Although she does okay. at the end when she okay. sort of gives up. She kind of becomes enamored of this culture. When she finally goes to Wayne, she really does get the bad fucking vibes. Yeah, and she gets she got, out of there. She got like freaked out about it. And at the end, he does call her, but she has the worst. Fu- so for someone who's been a diabetic for. 10 years. Yeah. Type 1 diabetic for 10 years. She has the worst fucking control of her sugar ever. And she's down in like frappuccinos. Yeah. And like no wonder she's all fucked up because she's like fucking either like like gonna fucking die well, hypoglycemic or she's just fucking like jacked up. Well, she, she ends up when she leaves Wayne's because she was drinking like hard ciders. Yeah. She ends up going into ketoacidosis. Yeah. And she also gets frostbite. Yeah. And then plenty of food. So anyway, in so short... So what I remember, though, there wasn't really a big climax. No, there's not. It, it kind of like, peters out. Yeah, like, like, okay. So in the end... Pleasure Venom just Pleasure never Venom, came. Sweet Blood is a book that I liked very, 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 very much. 150 words on the dot. Anyway. Boom. Mic drop. Boom. Mic drop. That's Pleasure Venom. <laughs> that was unintentional. That's Sweet Blood. Sweet Blood. And it's, a, yes, a, it's about a fucked up girl. It's it's better than I remembered. Okay. I mean, it's a baby book. Yeah, it is what it is. And like I said, the weirdest thing is, aside from the fact that maybe we're all more culturally aware now, mm-hmm. it all takes place in chat rooms and shit. Yeah. Also, I no s- smartphones. I started reading Authority again. I read the first two. Yeah. 
I'm trying to remember why I like Jenny Sparks so much. Like, doesn't she just pretty much drink and smoke? Is she like a yeah. little, uh, little switch hitter? I yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but, um, yeah. I didn't get that far into uh, it. Anyway, Velma. Velma. So, yeah, tell me about Velma. Why should Did you watch Velma? Velma? Did no, you watch? I don't have HBO. Max you really yet. didn't watch it? Not yet, no. Oh, my. Oh, oh, my God. So. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I am. Um, I feel like I should even talk about it. Though. No, good. Um, Talk about the first it's episode. It's super, like, over the top. It makes fun of fucking everything. The first scene mm-hmm. is they're all in the shower. Yeah. And they're all like, oh my god. Like, and kind of, like, bullying each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like an 80s, like, half trying to show tits and shit. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh my Like, I can't even remember what they're saying, but it's so fucking gay. There's this figure that shows up and starts, like, beating them up over something, like, and it's Velma or whatever. Yeah. And then they go into her locker and there's, like, a dead girl. Uh-huh. But it is so over the top, like, gay. Not even... I'm, it makes fun of everything, and people uh-huh. are really pissed about it. Like, yeah. Fred's this, like, fucking rich, like, doesn't even know how to wipe his own ass, uh-huh. and, like, <laughs> dating Daphne, uh-huh. but he's, like, he doesn't want to have sex, because he just he just doesn't even know any better. Yeah. Like he, and Velma, like, thinks Fred's, like, fucking hot as shit, and he's, like, I have a disease, I don't know, if, I, if you're unpopular and ugly, I don't, I don't remember your name. It's, like, so fucking dumb. Shaggy's, like, kind of, I think he's black. Velma is either black or like um, I think she's Southeast Asian. Yeah, Asian or I, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really sure. But it is so fucking funny. Like I watched the first mm-hmm. episode twice. I love it. It offends everybody. It's so, so it reminds me of Clone High. Yeah. In some weird way, it's like has this high school like charm, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny as fuck. So it's you will love it. You I, I want to watch it. it. So this is I this is something I thought of. When you said you got to watch Velma. So, do you remember The Far Side? Yeah. One of Gary Larson's Far Side books, he wrote, like, one of his books, his anthology books, was called The Prehistory of the Far Side. Yeah. And he has a section talking about his most unpopular comics. And he starts out, he's like, every now and then, I'll get a call from my friend Jack. And Jack will say, man, I really love today's comic. And then I hang up, and I realize... I've I've just offended a large portion of my audience. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I thought. But no, I'm anxious to see it. It's really um, good. I just watched the third episode last. It's getting like it's just it's just mm-hmm. stupid, and it's funny. It's up your alley. Yeah. It's just dumb, weird <laughs> shit. I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's. Cool. I. It's gonna. People are as I said are up in arms yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I was gonna try to watch it. I ended up. I just didn't have the time. Mark watched the first two minutes and stopped, and he waited for me to get home from work. Oh, really? Oh, that's it. awesome. And it yeah. was like a shower scene. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, it was amazing. So as we close this podcast, Jamie, close it. I got one last question. Okay. Miss Boop. Mr. Boop. Mr. Boop. Have you read Mr. Boop? Yes, we. I did. Did you? How much of Mr. Boop did I you read? I read the first three. All right. Yeah, the Bugs Bunny stuff's a little weird. It gets worse. So I'm going to, like, so Mr. Boop. Mm-hmm. It's a comic a friend of mine turned me on to. Mr. The premise of Mr. Boop is sort of a meta joke. So Mr. Boop is by... It's like a dude that... It's like Alex Robbins who, who yeah. writes... He writes for like things like I Think You Should Leave. Tim Robinson, Think You Should Leave. He did that show Detroiters with Sam Richardson who is the voice of Shaggy. Oh, okay. Sam Richardson is also on I Think You Should Leave. He's also on V. But, oh, okay. Um, anyway, so he did... I guess he started writing a, a, a comic over Twitter during the pandemic... And the premise is, like, the original premise is it's this guy who, he's married to Betty Boop. He talks about how great Betty Boop is and how much he's in love with Betty Boop. 
disturbingly weird. And then it gets really bad. It starts. He goes to the. He goes to a lawyer, and he's like, "Is this the? Is this the office where they give divorces?" And he's like, well, we don't call it that. But yeah, he's like, here's this gun. If I ever come in and yes. want to get divorced from Betty Foop, you have to shoot me in the head. It gets weirder and weirder. So Bugs Bunny's in love with Betty Boop. Bugs Bunny wants to kill him. But then him, Betty Boop, and Bugs Bunny all have orgies. Or they have a threesome. Then they start having orgies with everybody. Except for Sonic the Hedgehog, who works at... I don't um, think I read that one. You didn't get the... So, he's telling people about... And Sonic, like, works at a bar. Sonic's like, hey, can I get some of that action? And he's like, no, we're cooling it for a while. Sonic didn't want to kill Mr. Boop because he can't have an orgy. There's, like, at least one panel where it's Betty Boop in, like, a gimp outfit. Even knowing that it's sort of a meta joke on fan fiction. Yeah. It's disturbing as is. It's the kind of thing, if you didn't know that... Or if it was sincere, you would be legitimately frightened because it's fucking psychotic. <laughs> and it's written the art style is like that. And then it comes out that Mr. Boop's first wife was like Samus from Metroid. Uh, oh my and god. His second wife, how they all love him. Yeah, it's weird. That's all I could say. And it's I read them all in like one night and it's all flattery. Fucking Samus from Metroid. I will never forget that. That's yeah. like a, a life changing yeah. experience. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, it's a girl. Oh yeah. God. Anyway, folks. I should um, be writing this shit down. Yeah. Velma. Pleasure Venom. I have that. Just write a spooge. Draw a spooge <laughs> on it and I'll know. Sweet blood. Sweet blood. And yeah, that's it. Like and subscribe. We're about an hour, man. We're about an hour. Yeah. I'm going to cut it now. We are... Um, Go Eagles Um, and my hot sexy hat. Eagles hot sexy hat. Um, it's going to be me and my hat tonight. Mm. Nothing else. Yes. Francisco with the boys are so... It's going to be... That'll be... Do you remember really quick? It, what, I don't know if it's One Light Deliver What when the woman was on ecstasy and dancing to Dido. You... you It was like a soap opera and there was an episode where one of the characters... She did like ecstasy and she was trying to seduce somebody and she was dancing to Dido. Yeah, I remember you not liking me doing that. No, it's horrible. Dido Do you remember what... What? What I'm asking, do you remember what soap opera was? I don't um probably all my children I would guess. Or um and I cannot I remember re- being a soap opera though, but I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I I'll say I cannot remember that Dida song, but I can remember Stan because Yes. She she samples it in there. Mm, 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 mm. That's my boob. Yeah. Mr. Boob. <laughs> Mr. Boob. Alright everyone, bye. Later.